everybody, it's Aaron Albert. It is Thursday, June 25th. I know I've been kind of quiet this week. Uh, hope you enjoying, are enjoying or enjoyed yesterday, the other chapter, as we roll out every Wednesday, a 46 doses of advice chapter from the book that I wrote a couple years ago for New Pharmacy. So there's some not so tightly related pharmacy advice in there too, but if you've been uh, participating in that, I hope you found it useful and helpful. So going along those lines today, and coupled with kind of some bad news around the COVID surges, particularly in the southern part of the country right now, I really wanted to do a podcast more on the entertainment side and less on the education side today. Although, it could be both. Um, today, I'm going to do a brief run through of some of the favorite magazine subscriptions that I or uh, folks in my household subscribe to. And what I love so much about magazines is it's always timely information, but it's also a physical copy of things for the most part. So the, the magazines that I'm going to talk about today I receive physical copies of. And for me as a reader, I don't know what it is. I just need to hold the book in my hand or the magazine in my hand. It's one thing to read online, and I trust me, I do my fair share of reading online. But there's something to be said for a little bit slower-paced content, but not too dated like you normally have with books, because the book publication timeline is usually pretty slow with the exception of ebooks. And that's why I love magazines because they're kind of a hybrid, a best of both worlds. You get timely, relevant information in a glossy, oftentimes very pretty uh, layout. And it's something that you can hold in your hands. So I'm a huge fan of uh, magazines and subscriptions. So today I thought I'd go through a few of my favorites. Now, um, before I leave pharmacy, I have to say one of my favorite physical magazines that I get in pharmacy still is Pharmaceutical Executive, believe it or not. If you've never been or read uh, it, it still comes in a physical print form for me. And what I love about it is it really looks at a very, very high or broad level about topics within pharmaceuticals. So it's definitely kind of more on the pharma side of the house, uh, but there's a lot information in there about health plans and kind of drug spend and kind of the future of pharmacy. That's why I really, really love that particular magazine. So that is the only one I'm really going to talk about, though, around pharmacy. I kind of want to get away from healthcare for a hot minute and talk about some of the other publications that I get in magazine forms that I really love. Now, I'm local here in the Midwest in Indianapolis, and there are two physical publications that I get around Indianapolis. And I would say if you're not in the Indy area... My recommendation is always to support your local media if and when you can. So meaning a lot of cities have the publications that I'm going to serve up here in Indianapolis for your consideration. So you might want to look into those sister publications should you be in a different city. The first one that I subscribe to is Indianapolis Monthly. 
And what I love about Indianapolis Monthly is not only do they do a very thorough investigation of new restaurants and new food, which I love, um, and they usually have a, a restaurant listing in back based upon geography around the city. But they also really do a nice job with openings of new businesses, how to support local businesses, historical pieces on the city of Indianapolis, and a lot of advertising that's very local in the city that might be germane. So uh, it comes once a month, and uh, it's always well produced, too, meaning that it's pretty, it's always great to look at, and it's just a fun publication. So I'm really into that. The other one that I get on a weekly basis is the Indianapolis Business Journal. And what I love about IBJ is A, it comes every week. B, it's like a mini paper format, so it's still physical. And they also put together an annual book of lists. And this book of lists is super handy if you're doing any kind of business in the city or the state. So you kind of know who the big players are in certain industries. You get a good sense of key players, um, local and statewide organizations, either for-profit, not-for-profit. It's just a great kind of basic acclimation to the city of Indianapolis and the state of Indiana. So that is one of my favorite things about it. And also you get it every week um, in physical copy, or at least I do, and I like it. You can also get an e-subscription to it, but you know, I love my paper, so I get it in paper. Speaking of business, the one subscription that I highly recommend uh, in terms of personal finance is far and away, number one, my favorite, Kiplinger's. And what I love about Kiplinger's personal finance is every month it seems like they just deliver consistently relevant topics that are very timely that are just super useful and not necessarily always in finance per se. Um, They do a lot of pieces, for example, in the most recent uh, edition that I received in July 2020, they have a great detailed piece on how to invest in uh, healthcare uh, for yourself. If you lost your job, for example, how to go out on the exchange, find healthcare that is affordable and reasonable. Maybe you didn't even have COBRA available. Um, they called it a prescription for your health insurance. And it was a great, fantastic article, even for an insider like me on the industry. I think they did a phenomenal job in breaking that down. Other things like finding a financial planner that you trust, ways that you can hire financial planners, Um, even silly things like gifts for graduates or dads or whatever the case may be. I just think it's a really sharp, very relevant and germane publication when it comes to personal finances. So I'm a big, big fan of Kiplinger's. Um, On the food front, of course, I... I can't call myself a foodie. I'm not that highfalutin, but I do love to eat. I'm not going to lie. So one of my favorite publications that just started just showing up, I don't know if it's a sister publication of another magazine that I'm getting or what, but it's called Eating Well. And what is fantastic about this is the great recipes that are in here. And so, yes, they have indulgent recipes as well, but they really try to stay on the healthy side of eating. And I know all of us, since we've been kind of in lockdown, 
in uh, during COVID-19, we're all kind of cooking at home a lot more. So I really appreciate that, A, they're keeping it very healthy, but B, um, we can also get a little creative for our food at home. So tons of recipes in this little magazine and always um, great pictures and art, of course, Whenever I try anything on Pinterest or a recipe online, it never quite looks like the glossy slick pictures, but it's something to aspire to. So eating well right now is one of my favorites in terms of magazines for food. Then uh, when it comes to one of my passions, which is gardening and kind of being a homebody, I was a homebody even before COVID-19, believe it or not. I really am. I'm a high eye. I like to be at home. I like to be digging around in my dirt. Better Homes and Gardens is one of my favorites. And what I love about it is, yes, it it always shows you very aspirational gardens. I don't know how these gardeners come up with these things, but uh, they are beautiful. But then also there's recipes in it, typically uh, food, um, any kind of decorating around the home, anything that um, is around transformation of home. It's really a mixture of a lot of different facets that I'm interested in. Sometimes they have things on antiques or historical items. uh, And I'm really kind of a fan of the eclectic style of home that Better Homes and Gardens often portrays in their magazine. So, uh, I'm flipping through it as I record this. It's a great little publication. I am a fan. Uh, check that one out, Better Homes and Gardens. Next up, again, because of the garden, I recently, while I was in lockdown, subscribed to Birds and Blooms. And <laughs> I kind of did it on, on a whim because I saw an Instagram ad for it. And so I, I bought it off of Instagram the gram. But what I really love about it, it it has birds and flowers in it. And I am a garden nut. And we have um, here in Indy, we have hummingbird feeders. So most recently in the last edition, they had a huge layout on hummingbirds. And it was super fascinating. I never knew that there were so many varieties of hummingbirds. So I think it's kind of cool because it talks about what flowers and plants you should grow in order to attract certain types of birds um, based upon, you know, different geographies of the country. I really love the art of the flowers and the pictures, too. I think they're... um, It's participant-based by their subscribers. So if you're a subscriber, you are invited on a regular basis to submit photographs if you've been taking any of birds and or blooms in your garden. So I kind of like that too because it's not just you're getting a magazine, but you also have an opportunity to co-create along with it, like crowdsourcing, if you will. So I think that's a really cool uh, publication. So if you're into birds and or blooms that might be a good one 
And then last but not least, uh, one of my favorites that's actually not mine in the household, but I do love to read, are AARP's uh, Magazine and Bulletin. So the Bulletin comes a little more frequently than the magazine, but what I love about them, actually, the Bulletin and or the magazine, they always do a great job in explaining healthcare. And healthcare is super convoluted in our country, as many of you know since you work in it. Um, So particularly with seniors, I think AARP really does a great job of breaking things down um, in healthcare and makes it very easy to digest and understand. They also have a lot of pop pieces as well. So people that are turning certain age points, um, I think that's always fun to take a look at in each publication. And they, they too, especially with a bulletin, are staying very relevant and recent in terms of their publications. And that's one thing with COVID that we've definitely seen is the news cycle definitely has sped up. But I still think there's a strong argument for uh, publications like these magazines and bulletins and journals and weekly subscriptions as well, because they still have a very short cycle, um, even though they're in print. So I think you can do a much more in-depth piece when you are putting it in a publication like a, a journal or a bulletin. Versus online, and again, online is great. All you have to do is click a button after you type something, and I'm a big fan of blogs myself. I read a lot of them. But at the end of the day, I like my paper. I'm not going to lie to you all because I don't do that here at The Edutainer. So there you go. There are some of my favorite magazines for your perusal. What magazines do you love? I know magazines quite aren't quite as um, popular maybe as they used to be, but nonetheless, uh, I just love them. And I will say that if, if I had infinite resources, I would definitely subscribe to more. But if I need something specific, there are a ton of magazines, and I've talked about this app a lot here before. But if you have an iPad or an iPhone and you want to download this app, it's called Flipboard. Flipboard has hundreds of magazines in it. And every, actually, every morning I go out to Flipboard and I go through certain publications on a daily basis that are updating. And they have a variety of topics. You can save articles in your own topics within the app. Uh, there are categories of topics that are across publications. And if you really, really want it fast and you really, really like, a particular style of writing in a publication, Flipboard is a great app to utilize too. And it's completely free. Although some of the publications in Flipboard you can't access. They have firewalls or paywalls. So there you go. Old school. Today we're talking magazines. I would love to hear your favorites. Shoot me a tweet at Aaron L. Albert. Let me know what your favorite is. I'm sure there's tons of different magazines out there that I'm not even aware of. Um, and everybody have a phenomenal, great rest of the week. I will, I promise, be back tomorrow to wish you all a happy weekend. I know I took last Friday off from this podcast since I had uh, given a another podcast over at The Point on prior authorization that rolled out last Friday. So I, even though I wasn't here with you technically last Friday, I was still here podcasting. So take care. I'll talk to you soon.